Hey, King. Hey, Beard. Warrior, how are you? Hey, guess who I see down there below? It's who? the birthday boy. What? It's the Brodukes. What? One David Wheeler. Here? In, yeah. Diamond in the historic Mounds Theater? It is. It's true. No doubt. We're here for Midwest All-Star Wrestling Presents This Normal Heart. We're it's in a, the haunted balcony. It's a cavalcade of stars tonight. Yeah, it uh, It's truly all-stars from around the Midwest. Five states represented. Uh, fantastic first-time matchups. Uh, and there's a cake. And there's a cake, apparently. Well, you celebrate with carbs and frosting when you have this much talent on one card. That's true. Spe- speaking of, should we uh, should we run it down? Let's do that. I think we have to. Let's, Let's run it down. do it. I think that's what we do. Yeah. First, uh, Russell Rogue. Uh, do we talk about him? <laughs> do we? Or, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do we? Do you? I've only got two words for you. Yes, Queen. Yes, uh, Queen? Russell Rogue will be out to address the MAW faithful after his heinous actions. I think I can say that. Heinous actions. Uh, last month here at the Historic Mounds Theater. You know, I know we, yeah. like to, we like to joke and kid. We like to take our shirt off and tweet, tweet the, the rock. rock. But in all seriousness, I really want to know why he did what he did. How do you tear apart a friendship like that? How do you look somebody in the eye who you have gone through hell and back with, with that entire Wild Pete ordeal, and then... One loss? I mean, one, I mean, a close loss against the now reigning and defending MAW tag team champions, the Renaissance Revolution, and you turn your back on your supposed best friend? I want an explanation. Damn it, I demand an explanation. King, I, I don't know why you want an explanation. You know as well as I do that our meager peasant brains cannot possibly understand the machinations going on in the Queen's mind. Obviously, we are way too dumb for that. Yes, Queen. Uh, Warrior, King, I've got something to say to you. I'm leaving Heel Turn Radio. I'm going solo. What? What? Boo-bang, boo-dingy, bajango. On to match two. Biggest heel turn ever. Can't believe Uh, you turned my mic off. I know. (laughs) I'm just yelling really loud right now. Yeah. No. Uh, Match one, kicking it off, Jack Ledger, Devon Monroe, Blink, and you might miss this one. Can't believe you threw me off the balcony too. I, uh, man, I don't even know where to start with this. Two no. young guys who both I think are the future of independent wrestling in the Midwest, and they are going to be lights out tonight. This could steal the whole show. No it doubt, Warrior. I I agree. I agree with King. We're back. We're back on the same page, and it feels good. It does. Well, I mean, I've you guys are on you. the same page. I've, I've turned too. that page. I've missed you. It's me and me and Queen Russell. Uh, match to Aiden Wake, the Starbreaker, taking on the African Prince Ali. Prince Ali coming back to MAW for the first time uh, since October, I believe. Yeah, since since the the Rumble, Split Rock Rumble. I believe so. I believe so. Um, I'm intrigued by this matchup. Yeah, Aiden Wake has really struggled. Since the end of season one, and he hasn't really found he, he's gone away from his submission roots that he's that he had established here as a starbreaker, and I think he's really got to find something. And this may not be the guy you want to test new waters with. He had a really competitive match uh, with his former training partner, um, trainees together at Nick Dinsmore School uh, in Austin Arrow, and 
he's also trying to get his first win. After Prince Ali, I think tonight will get over on Aiden Wake. Oh my. Ooh, oh my. And then singles action, a little bit of uh, a little bit of hoss fight here, a little bit of revenge. A little bit Bill, country. A little, a little bit, bit rock, rock and, roll. and roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh the revolutionary Bill Williams taking on Garrison Creed. Spelled like it sounds. <laughs> you have bad blood. Former champ, current champ, tag team, heavyweight. Uh, there's bad blood here. Lots of lots of videos. <laughs> Many videos. Many Bull spectacular video. Bullet fingers. Bullet fingers, son. Yeah. I, if I were if I were Bill Williams, I'd be worried about the bullet fingers most of all. Uh, you know, if I was Bill Williams, I'd be worried that uh, he's going to get hit with the stolen valor, valor driver. Hmm. You know, I think that uh, Garrison Creed has something to prove, and I think he's right now. He's struggling. Yeah. Um, he saw the heavyweight championship escape from him. He saw the tag team championship escape from him. He had spent that entire time with Orrin White breathing down his neck. And I think he's a guy who's his, his facade, his outward strength of character, all of it has, I mean, a Chainsaw King as well in there. I think it's kind of broken him a little bit. He has got to show something tonight. And I think Bill Williams has simply just continued to push him in a direction. I don't know if I'm comfortable really seeing him in. Well, I guess we're going to find out tonight. We're going to find out tonight. Speaking of finding out how people are going to react, Patrick McDaniel, the man who pops his collar so nice he had to pop it at least twice, but maybe thrice, Coming back to the Mounds Theater for the first time in well over a year, back in MEW for the first time since Grand Slam 2018, how do you think the crowd's going to react to him? I think they're going to be impressed by how many shirts he's wearing. I think they're going to be like, I, is he, like he always looks real slim, regardless of how many are under there. And that, I, I wish I could do that. Over, under, three? Over three. I'm going Can under two. I'm gonna, I think I mean, it's a solid two. I'm going to go with the Baker's Dozen bat. <laughs> Baker's dozen. So, uh, like 14? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. That uh, originated in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco? The Queen City. City of Angels. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, so much swole in the second half. Bobby Brennan versus Moses Ooh. Mayhem. <laughs> Man, you talk about what is going to be a collision. Swole party. Do you think Moses has faced anybody yet who has got the size, strength, and speed in a package the way that Bobby Bowman does? I, I'm i not sure. It's, it's a compact package, but, man, has he bulked up. His strength is amazing. He had a great showing against his brother, Jack Ledger, at Faribault, at the American Legion, at our debut there. Really, really phenomenal opportunity for him to come in here and punch a guy in the mouth that has just been running through the rest of the roster. Well, we talked about it before. Bobby Brennan, whether it's the right hand, if the right hand don't get you that left hand well, and you're going to be picking your chiclets up off the mat. Mm. Um, chiclets. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know they still made chiclets. <laughs> Moses' chin, chin is going to get. Moses's chin is going to get tested tonight. They, Absolutely. And his chiclets, apparently. His yeah. chiclets, his front bumper. They don't make them anymore. They're all in Moses Mayhem's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warrior, do you think that Moses, especially after unveiling 
the overhaul, is continuing to add moves to his arsenal. Do you think this is another potential win for him? I, I think it's. I think. I think a win is always on the menu for Moses Mayhem. Um, but I think that this will be a unique challenge. I think we we saw him uh, look great against Joy the Jet Avalon. But Bobby Brennan is a a younger, more concentrated package, as you mentioned before. And you know you, you can't always stand up to concentrate. It's stronger than you think. It's tang. Yeah, it is. Sometimes you just gotta water it down a little bit. Um, speaking of concentrate, the concentrated beauty in the next matchup, Lil Nate. Lil Nate. Nathan Ooh. Edwards. Lil Prince SoundCloud. Lil Prince SoundCloud. Catch him outside the venue. He's got a trunk full of mixtapes. You've got to pick him up. They're hot fire. He's taking on Cruz Shakalaka. The only thing that could be hotter than that mixtape is Ryan Cruz's jumpsuit. Ah, oh, man, warrior. I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt that that jumpsuit's going to be the star of the show tonight. I don't think any of us can argue mm. with that. Going to beg to differ. What? Little Nate? Little Nate? Little Nate? Little Nate? A freestyle it was rap that was hot fire. And Cruz promised that on Facebook that he would deliver his response. So well, we'll see how that goes down. I, I honestly, we've, we've seen this gentleman before in a Fatal 4-Way together. And... Yep. Remember, Lil Nate scored the pinfall on Ryan Cruz. Lil, Lil Nate came out on top, but do you think that Ryan Cruz is going no to doubt. deliver his response via fashion? I think that's... We the, can only hope. I think that's the only way he knows how. Ooh. Or bowling. He might bowl for us. I He's hope. a damn fine bowler. I would love both of those things. I would, too. I think, I think the thing to remember about this is Ryan Cruz has something to prove. Lil Nate is coming in trying to build his name... This has, again, I said it before, another match still in the show. This match could be off the charts good, and I have high expectations for it. No doubt. High expectations indeed, and the high expectations continue. Reunited, and it feels so good. The Queen Bee, Brooke Valentine, back in the house tonight. Also, for the first time since Grand Slam. Can't wait. So excited about she this. She was so phenomenal at... Grand Slam 2018. So excited to have her here at the historic Bounce Theater. Uh, certainly, I think, to make history, perhaps, MAW yeah. history. Word is that she has a special announcement about Grand Slam 2 coming up. Um, we'll see what that is. I don't know, uh, you know what's going to be going on, but uh, she's going to be addressing the audience tonight. Very, very excited about it. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm stoked. Special announcements are my favorite type of announcement. <laughs> I'm excited to see what she has to say. I mean, I, she's the queen. We never know what, what she's going to say or do, but I'm sure she's going to say or do whatever she wants, and no one's going to be able to stop her. And no one should. Nonstop all the way, we've made it to the main event. The man with the golden contract, the dark prophet, the wizard king, one heck of a D&D player, and... Yeah. Uh, Resident Deathmatch guy. Area of effect fight. calcium. Yeah. Invertebrate. Tabaxi <laughs> uh, Warlock. can't stop him. Or invite the you man only hope to of a million him. monikers. <laughs> taking on the man with the number one contendership, Austin Arrow, defeating his colleague and friend Kyle Pro at the last Mound Show to earn that right to take on Heavy Metal Lore. Um, this is the best of the best right now. They are... 
uh, 2A and 2B. Uh, yep, absolutely. The uh, number one guy in MAW and the number three guy. <laughs> you know, we've, we've talked about... Warrior. I, I don't know how you show me that. show me the lie. King. How how are you still on the show yeah. and not somewhere else, man? I, I uh, I feel like we're watching the ascendancy of Austin Arrow. Um, ever since the six man tag with the then Dark Prophecy, which is now broken from a third from a no from a tr- from no a, no no that's fine from a trio into a it's duo, um, and lore lies. Kyle Pro and this man Austin Arrow, I feel like Arrow has just his trajectory has been tremendous. Tonight, though, you're, you're talking about you're in another league. You are literally stepping in there with the guy who pro- proclaims himself to be the man in MAW. So, yeah, the man. If he the knocks man. him off tonight, Warrior, what Becky does that Lynch? do? What does that do to the Wizard King if he loses tonight? I don't. I, I just. I feel like that's a dumb question. He's not going to lose. There's. Like, Austin Arrow looked fantastic against Kyle Pro. He's picked up his speed. Those strikes are crisp. They're hot. They're fierce. But he's just no match for the Wizard King. Like that. It's. Uh, it's just it's dumb. It's madness. Then I'll ask you, Beard. Will you give me an answer? What does happen to Orinvite if he does lose tonight? Um, I think he probably goes home, takes a long look in the mirror, and says, what do I need to do to get on the level of the uncrowned champion of Midwest All-Star Wrestling, Darren Corbin? That's what he needs to do. Because I don't care whether Austin Arrow wins tonight or whether Orrin Vite wins tonight. There's only one man. He's right here on my lapel. He's uh, he's telling you to keep wrestling fun. Yep. He's good friends with Sebastian Taylor, the scene, it's as well as our Midwest All-Star Wrestling yeah. heavyweight champion, heavy metal lore. But in the end, there can be only one. May that man be Darren Corbin. Oh, it's Darren Corbin. I thought Russell Rowe gave you a button, and I was going to ask you where you got it. <laughs> yes, Queen. You can pick him up at the merch table. Uh, Russell Rogue did make brand new merch. It's available for pre-order. Those pre-orders may be closed by the time you hear this, but he will have... New merch out. Pick it up and go and check out at every show all of the merch available from all of our fantastic wrestlers. Absolutely. It's a new shirt. It's a good-looking shirt. It's it's exciting. It's an exciting time. No doubt. In fashion. Fit for royalty. Speaking of, we are Heel Turn Radio. He is your King Chincher. That I be. He is the ultimate warrior. I am. I am the beard. And this will be This Normal Heart Midwest All-Star Wrestling Muscle Milk. Rockstar Energy, Native Roots Radio, the Mounds Park Sports Bar, thanks to all of our fantastic sponsors, making a night of all-stars from five different Midwestern states coming together possible. Six matches, three big announcements, all that in a bag of potato chips. We are Hilton Radio, and we'll see you after the show.
We're back after a phenomenal, phenomenal show here at the Historic Mounds Theater. And lo and behold, we didn't even know he was in the building, but it just so happens that friend of the podcast, Leonard Literacy, is here. How's it going, How's it going, everybody? Man. Leonard, you you look agitated, sir. That's, uh, that's the understatement. So we saw... Your former tag team partner and co-member of the book club come out tonight, and he had some he had some very very pointed words for not just the crowd and the MAW faithful, but for you. How do you how do you feel about that? What did he um What did he actually say? Because I just I recently just got here, and uh, I mean, the environment here is amazing, and um, I just needed to come to you guys first, but I needed to know what he said. Uh, none of it was very nice. I don't know that I'd like to repeat any yeah. of it verbatim to you, sir, but I, I think that the gist of it was he said that he was supposed to be part of a tag team for one night only, and he went out and did his job, and then he felt like... You, in the long run, didn't do your job and held him back from winning tag team gold. And uh, he said that he was always looked at uh, like a, a a lackey, or yeah. I can't even I can't even remember how he phrased it. I mean, to me, like uh, you know, maybe a sidekick. You sit under the learning tree, right? Uh, you you learn a little bit under the reading rainbow, and yep. uh, and hopefully improve yourself. And I think another thing he, he said that I, I felt, and I know that my compatriots felt was inappropriate and, you know, really uncalled for was he really questioned your dedication to the craft in comparison to him. And that, again, as Barry said, you, you held him back. Um, how do you react to something like that? He wasn't, and that's the thing, he wasn't just your partner. We, we have had tag teams that are just guys who work together. Um, yeah. You guys were friends, and yeah. in some cases closer than that, yeah, like it brothers. Was, it was a book family. Yeah. How do you how do you deal with that? I held him back. <laughs> really. Um, I mean, what do I say about that? Well, who was the one that actually brought him in the MAW? Who opened the door and gave him an opportunity to show to show everybody what he could actually do? You know, I says that I'm a saw on his Twitter recently. He says I only settled for mediocrity. I, I just don't understand how I I did everything I can for him for two years. We went we went to road we went on the road to shows. Forgot to almost got arrested <laughs> going to a show. You know. Um, we've been to multiple wrestling promotions. Just, it hurts, you know, like, your best friend just turning on you. It's just like with the Wild Pete incident, you know? Like, best friends for more than 10 years, and he just decides to just stab me in the back. And there's just a longer blade. Like, it's... Does it make you rethink wrestling in general? I mean, this is two people that... They were they were basically like family to you, and in both cases they they did turn their backs on you. They not only that, but they cut you off of the knees. The fact that he would go and question 
my ethics with wrestling. It's absurd. I mean, if you, case in point, if you honestly look at the Mindy 50, did he really make it? You know, I mean, I mean, and, and that's not to shoot him in the legs. I mean, he's a he's a great competitor. I mean, I, for God's sakes, I've been telling promoters, look at this kid. He has potential. Just, you know, people when people were saying no, I was saying yes. No, show it. Just get in the ring. Let him show you that he's something. And he's been proving that time and time again. I mean, for God's sakes, he was able to beat a guy that it took almost a year for me to go through. He beat him at the end of season one and cleaned him out in, in, in the beginning of season two. Yet he says I held him back. I took him, I took opportunities away from him. It's a it's a bitter pill to swallow for Leonard Literacy. I think for the MAW faithful here, it was uh, it was a bit of a jarring experience. Uh, you know, Russell Rogue coming out here, uh, sort of explaining his actions, not uh, not received very well. I, I I say that it would probably beg the question of does the book club carry on as a kind of solitary um, exercise for you, or do you feel like you need to figure out how to re-expand, how to trust people again, how to maybe find another, and it's not to, to us, right? You know, and I think that you, you're seeing it too, right? It's not that Russell Rogue is not talented. He is... He has all the talent in the world. He's come out here, uh, really cut a fantastic promo tonight, as hurtful as it was. Is there the same willingness that you had previously to help mentor people or to help maybe bring these diamonds in the rough up? Or is that something that you need to kind of put aside for now and say, you know, uh, blended literacy has to come number one? That's actually a really good point. I mean... As of late, I was going to take some much-needed R&R. Russell Rowe gets actually kind of funny. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, re reading Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, at the last uh, Fairbolt show, you see how I did. It was in a three-way against Cody Jacobs and Ryan Cruz. I was the first one eliminated. You know, so I, I just needed to take a step back, reflect, and not so much rebrand because the book club would be book club no matter what. It's, it's not just two people. It's each and every fan that come to the shows that buy a ticket and want to see a good night of professional wrestling. You know, it's it's me, it's you, it's them, you know. But, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need to focus on me, you know. Maybe Stone Cold was right. Maybe DTA for everybody. But I, I still like to be a nice guy. I still like to give people the benefit of the doubt. But in the end, if my goal is to eventually become a champion, a main champion... Is there two belts in that, or one? True words, maybe never spoken Indeed. by Leonard Literacy. Uh, Leonard, we got to thank you for coming on. I know that it's probably not the most um, welcoming subject to talk about right now, but we appreciate you coming on the post show, talking a little bit about it, and, and hopefully we can see more of you here in the, the coming months and the rest of season two and and uh, get the get the book club back to winning ways. Absolutely. Come back stronger. Come back renewed. Yes. We want to see it. Absolutely. I, I mean, again, I thank you guys for letting me on the show. Um, again, I was I was hoping to be here, but unfortunately I came here a little late. But uh, on a side note, 
don't think I forgot about the problem, Paul Vert. Because mm. it wasn't the only one that got betrayed last month. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a problem with Paul Verk, but mainly Russell Rogue. Well, we'll see what happens when Paul Verk comes back from his uh, international uh, exploits. Yeah, excursion. And, uh, and Leonard, hopefully we'll, we'll, see, uh, we'll see you have a chance to sit down with uh, either them or stand across the ring from them here before season two is out. Yeah, but uh, regardless, I'm going to be there at the poorhouse on the 22nd, and I will for sure be here in action on March 8th. All right. Great. Looking forward to seeing Can't it. To Thank see you, it. sir. Appreciate it, as always. Thank you, guys. Drive safe. Again, seriously, you guys are awesome. Read well. You're awesome. Thank you, Leonard. Man, speaking of awesome, how about we run through that card in the post-show? Wow. Ooh. Crap. Uh Starting off hot, as we mentioned with Russell Rogue, I don't know that I want to kind of dig into that wound too much further. That's the wrong type of hot, I think. Yeah, but the right kind of hot. How about the Prince Jack Ledger taking on Devon Monroe? Wow. Wowie, wow, wow. We said blink and you'll miss it, but it started off with those two showing just how strong they are. Every time we see Devon Monroe, there's a new wrinkle. Um, and... We don't see Jack Ledger enough. <laughs> no. Let's just throw that out there. And those two, I could watch them wrestle 50 more times, and we know it's just going to get better and better and better. Great Absolutely. matchup. Fantastic. Devon Monroe, <laughs> unbelievable. Just unbelievable night for him overall. No yeah. doubt. Because yeah. that wasn't the last time we saw him. Huge night. The star is on the rise. The uh, newfound defender of MAW, perhaps, Devon Monroe, coming out uh, to uh, help Ryan Cruz. Which I would have never thought I would hear in Midwest All-Star Wrestling. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a weird sentence to say, but it, it uh, feels but good. But let's be honest, Ryan Cruz needed it. Because Ryan Cruz, he ran into a buzzsaw named Lil Nate. Absolutely, he had both hands and at least one foot full <laughs> with Lil Man, Nate. Lil Nate was as good as we've seen him and i think the only portion of that equation he missed tonight beard correct me if i'm wrong is just a little bit of lack of focus he got i think he got real engaged with the crowd in a way where if he would have stayed on cruise i honestly i would be a liar if i didn't say that i i think little nate let that one slip through his fingers well i'll say this little nate loves his fans he's triple threat He's got that remix out. Check him out. Uh, as we're recording right now, he's out slanging uh, mixtapes from the back of his car. They're not as cold as they were when the Polar Voltex was in town, but they're certainly cooler than it was uh, back at Fortune Bania. The only thing missing tonight for Lil Nate, to be honest with you, is the win. But he got his back afterwards, and like you said, uh, Warrior, Devon Monroe coming out and making the save for Brian Cruz, uh, who is maybe back i mean back to like the glory days of ryan cruz as a champion here in the mounds theater those two men standing side by side in the ring it was something to behold the, the future of maw and one of its most battle-tested veterans yeah I, and we've seen it and we saw it in the in the match with Lil nate you know we saw it with the match with jdx cruz in the jdx match in a loss extending his hand Say, you know, saying you're going to be a champion, kid. And you know what? He was right. Yeah. 
He was. Uh, and tonight he extended his hand to Lil Nate after a win. And Lil Nate shook it, yeah, and then sure. he dropped him like a bad habit. Well, I um, mean, he, he showed he respected him by what? not wanting him to stand on his uh, his feet. Um, speaking of... Oh, yeah. Lil, Lil, Lil Nate aside, Bill Williams... Yeah, Bill Williams was just... Bill Williams telling us how it is. Yeah. I saw He it. cheated. Yeah, yeah, Bill Williams asking can, if we saw Garrison Creed cheat. I can see and we did. Your, I can see. I can see his... His dog tag number on the chin of Big Bill Williams. I was about to say, speaking of champions and former champions. Ooh, that was a barn burner of a... That was a fight. That was a fight. That was two strikers. Striking. Striking. Bill Williams, I think, showed us tonight well, he's, why he's now known as Big Baby Nieces. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Garrison Creed getting to, to know... his name. Garrison Creed getting to know those knees. Real well. Bill Williams also showing us why he's one half of the tag team champions. Oh. He's a force to be reckoned with. He stood toe-to-toe with Garrison Creed. And if it were not for some underhanded tactics by the former champion, uh, I think Bill Williams would have come through with the victory. Can you explain yourself, King? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, on behalf of Garrison Creed. <laughs> spelled like it sounds. Could you, could you explain uh, why the former champion thought that it would be I, in any way okay to cheat to my win? my feelings about it both on the air and off the air. I'm shocked. I was just wondering uh, if I'm you could I'm really surprised time. that he would do that. And I felt like he had regained momentum or at least got to an even playing field with Bill at that point. And he didn't need to do that. And I am really shocked. I mean, here's another thing to take away from this match. He kicked out of the ghost of Rosebeard. We true. have not seen that before. We have not. The same times. Hey, Austin Bill Williams Austin Arrow kicks here. out of kicks out of the Stolen Valley Driver. Oh, we have Austin Arrow. <laughs> Austin, can we get a word? <laughs> oh, Austin Arrow. Number one contender, here tonight. the man who just went toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow with the man with the golden ticket, Orrin Veidt. What a main event, one of the best main events we've seen at the Mounds Theater. Absolutely. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, the only thing I can say is timing's everything. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that went my way, and there was a lot of things that went Orrin's way, and uh, just tonight, it's... The last thing that happened was something that went Orrin's way, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, like you've seen all season so far, uh, when opportunity knocks, I'm going to answer. Absolutely. Thank you guys for everything. Yeah, thank you. You that were was amazing an tonight. unbelievable match. Thank you and so I much. Cannot, and honestly, I know we talked about it both during the commentary and after. We look forward to the rematch. Absolutely. I just hope that the next time you two lock horns, the MAW titles on the line, and maybe and maybe we have more than one ref. <laughs> that would have helped as well. It could have been the difference. Uh, you know, he said timing is everything, right? Uh, and and both men could have won that match. I mean, multiple times, multiple times, threes were would have been counted. It, it was close several times. I think we all knew in our hearts that uh, the Wizard King was going to come out victorious. Yep. But I mean, Austin Arrow was amazing out there. He he took Orin Vite to the limit, and that is saying something. 
Listen, if heavy metal lore is number one right now, and those six men in the Prophecy and and the MAW uh, All Stars were were four, five, and six, if lore's number one, then uh, then like we said, Austin Arrow and Orin Vite are two and two A, uh, or two A and two B, however you want to stack it. Uh, those three men on top, and like we mentioned, I would uh, be remiss without bringing up the name of Darren Corbin. Um, all three men have a title shot I mean, on the way before the end of season two. It's true. You make some great points. I disagree with your numbering a little bit, but but good points nonetheless. You know, the thing to, to really to maybe ruminate on and let marinate? Marinate. Heavy metal lore. In a light vinaigrette could beat all three of those guys and if he does who's left if he makes it through all three of those men i don't know who that's a murderer's row of opponents uh, and we, we we talked about garrison creed being smart picking his opponents picking his spot knowing what he was going to do when he was going to do it and in the end by when he finally didn't do that it cost him Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Lore, in a, in a very different strategy, has embraced all comers. <laughs> yeah. He's basically standing there saying, come at me, bro, yeah. whoever it is. Yep. I don't know. It's This is a, a very amazing time to look at the top of the roster and realize those four guys in that upper echelon right now, any one of them is capable of beating another one of them for the belt that's that's very true i mean that 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 sort of crowded title picture it's it's becoming a bit clearer stakes are rising it's it's an exciting time to be here in maw and you know who loves stakes that's got bro uh on the women's side of things the stakes could not be higher and if we were talking about the elite that certainly includes brooke valentine who came in here tonight signed her contract with Sierra at Grand Slam to returning to Grand Slam and MAW, interrupted by the uh, incorrigible Patrick McDaniel, who challenged her for her spot at Grand Slam 2, which she graciously and quickly accepted and then put on a clinic showing why she is one of, A, the fastest rising stars, but B, one of the premier athletes in the Midwest. No doubt in unbelievable undeniable force here in maw nailing uh patrick daniel with that uh i mean the the bee sting yep. with that killer queen patrick mcdaniel gonna have to rest up try to make himself feel better tomorrow with some moe and shondon just he's really he's in a bad way right now yeah uh she missed that big leg drop but i think that you could still call that a valentine's day massacre you know if i'm sierra I'm thinking real hard about whether I made a huge mistake signing that contract. I hear you there. All I can say is I hope she already signed it because <laughs> I I would pay for that match alone. That match is going to be fire. Speaking of fire, how about Aiden Wake tonight? Ooh, Picking up the win was over incredible. Prince Ali with the tap out. With the tap out. A, a, tap, tap, tap. Wow. A, a refocused Starbreaker tonight. The Starbreaker's back. Uh, methodical, working that leg, just punishing the knee, working those submissions, getting the African Prince Ali to tap. And let's, a- let's think about it on the flip side. African Prince Ali showed us 
a lot of grit, a lot of determination. As you pointed out in the commentary beard, an unbelievable amount of power. Absolutely. And it just was the relentless, dogged pursuit of that knee, shin, and ankle that led to a victory. It was really great focus by Aiden Wake. Oh, look who, uh, look who hey. else stopped by. Hey, it's, it's the Wizard King. We, uh, we're just wrapping up, talking about some, um, some of the other matches on the card, but we had a chance to chat with Austin Arrow, had a chance to witness one of the best main events that we've seen all season long. Uh, he gave you all you could take and more. I'd, how are you feeling after all of this, and you know, how much closer, better prepared do you feel like you are for heavy metal lore? I'm super prepared. My head hurts a lot. Uh, took a couple of strikes to the noggin there, my friend. I took him a little too lightly, and uh, I'll be very candid and say that he beat me. But it wasn't but official. he did beat you. It wasn't official. Uh, no, uh, he's the real deal. Uh, I can be a jerk all I want, but that guy's the real deal. Um, I've only been in the ring with him once, but tonight he really, really brought it like I didn't think he actually could. Um, I talked about it on social media all week long about how uh, this was going to be five stars, not thinking that he could go with me. I, nobody can go with me. It's true. And then he went with me. Um, I'm very impressed with Austin Arrow. He did Google how to beat Orin Vite. He did. <laughs> and, I mean, he did his he, research. He, obvious, he yeah. obviously found it. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he was disappointed when it just came back with you can't. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> it was a little oh, bit oh, of a bummer. It's by like, the way. One search result? Are you kidding make me? Sure, hey, make sure friend, the ref doesn't uh, get knocked Thanks for, for alerting me to your new awesome video. Because I lost my mind when that popped up. Well... Some of us knew. I'm just saying. Our commissioner decided to try to talk over it, and I had to yell at him. Commissioner. Hey, if you uh, if you would have called the one eight hundred the beard and paid it's that three ninety nine, or put your hand on the television, get your parents' permission. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. But, yeah, that's great. That's great. The I mean, line the line was busy. No, some, uh, it I, often is. I, I feel like uh, we really had a good Lennon. a good classic tonight. I, I feel Absolutely. like we we really delivered. I feel like Austin Arrow showed why he's the number one contender and that yeah. it's not just a fluke thing that he just only beat Kyle Pro. He's he's the real deal and he's definitely somebody to look out for. I think the whole show tonight was stacked. I think everybody Benjamin delivered. stacked. Yeah. Iron referee. Iron stacked. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Someone's going to be sleeping in crowd, tomorrow. Crowd oh, kind of turned on him. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Early on, they were, they were cheering the stakes. <laughs> they're all for it. And then they're like, wait, he's still here? I mean, he revealed himself as a capitalist pig. Uh, as that? he tried to screw over Bill Williams, revolutionary what? Bill Williams, but Big oh, you didn't see Jesus. that. Oh, yeah. I it, wore his hat to the ring. I yeah, saw yeah. that. Well, uh, you should go uh, take it out in Benjamin Sachs. I will. Friend. I will. He will not sleep well tonight. Excellent. I, no, I think Love for you. a show without a lot of regulars per se, I think this was a really, really a good, good show. I, the the crowd all night was hot. They were on fire, and I think we uh, we really show why MAW is the place to be. Absolutely. I mean, no doubt. We talked about it. All stars from five different states in the Midwest. Yes. And uh, five, I believe, out of the seven matches, first-time matchups. Yep. Just a did fantastic you, opportunity. Did you see anyone tonight that you looked at and say, this is somebody I've got to get in the ring with again, or for the first time? Uh, there's a lot of people. Uh, I would <coughs> really, Nate. <laughs> I would really like to, uh, obviously, Ryan Cruz is up there. Um, Revolution, Revolutionary Bill Williams. I think that's a match that I'd, uh, I'd love to have happen here in MAW. Um, there's Will, a lot of guys here Will that Prince are really Alka. good. Little Prince Alka. Um Devon Monroe. Absolutely. Devon Monroe I coming, to, yeah, coming to Ryan Cruz's aid. I never thought I would speak that into a sentence out of my mouth. I didn't. I don't think I've ever heard those words put together in that order. 
And, and we talked about it on the podcast, is, or no, excuse me, on the show. Bobby Brennan came out and talked about how he throws hands like no other person in the Midwest. <laughs> and we know that is a that's, that's something you words. yeah you take real serious that's my thing i would love to watch you two try to murderize one another ask austin arrows how how my hands feel ask him he'll say they hurt tender yeah tender. they're like big meat paws yeah. ever seen a bear's hands they that's are. what yeah. i have just a big old bear he's trying to get in there ah. <laughs> i'm a bear in every sense of the word <laughs> i i will maul everybody all right, every sense of the word. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I'm an animal. Or invite, definitely an animal. Uh, I think more, kitty, more kitty cat. Meow. Meow, beard. Meow. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I couldn't have put it better myself. The uh, the the dark. The wizard, wizard king. The prophet wizard king. Of wizard M-A-W. king. It's pronounced wizard, wizard king. king. Thank you, warrior. I get right you. side of history. I get you. I am always on the right side of history. There's only one side of history. And it's my side. <laughs> it's his side. Right, Warrior gets it. <laughs> I do get it. I don't even know why That's kind you of my, are you, Beard. It's my, it's my thing. Because he's your Getting DM. I'm yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I have to humor him or he'll kill me. Oh, I could never do that because you still have eight lives left. Um, and plus 15 calcium. Yeah, one final question. Let's hear it. I dare you to ask me a dumb question. Whoa. You at one point said when you were taking on... Heavy Metal Lore, Austin Arrow, and Kyle Pro. The, the Dark Prophecy was one, two, three, and they were four, five, six. If we, if we acknowledge the conceit that the number one person holds the gold, and you and Austin Arrow both have a contract for that, uh, for that MAW championship, what does that make Darren Corbin, who also has a contract for that at the Poorhouse? He's he gets a contract because he's friends with Heavy Metal Lore. He's not even in the rankings right now. Has he even wrestled a match in MAW? No, he hasn't. So I'll tell you right now, he's not even in the rankings. If he can show anything against Heavy Metal Lore, then maybe. But right now he's just a washed up veteran that's trying to hold on for something. Maybe you can clear something up for us. Uh, Beard and King have been saying all night that Heavy Metal Lore is the number one guy. And I'm like, obviously you guys are counting wrong. The number one guy is the Wizard King. Yes, that... As That's we saw again knowledge. tonight, it was it was proved in front of your faces. I have I have not been pinned. I've not been submitted. I have not lost here. So I'm still the top guy. My and, and la- my uh, lapel would beg to differ. Uh, Austin Arrow might be the number one contender, but I'm the guy with the golden contract. Absolutely. So uh, I already said that I will I will gladly tell Heavy Metal Lore when I'm calling my shot. And if Austin Arrow wants in on that opportunity too, he can. Oh my my! Wow! Triple threat action. I would just say this: as all I want to do is a boom 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 and a zoom zoom. I want to shake my rump. Yeah. Shake a, my tail feather. As a, <laughs> I'm coming. I came in hot tonight, like Bad Boys too. <laughs> yeah, you did. As a as a commentator, as a party member, and as your friend, be careful what you ask for, because he may not be JDX, but Lord gonna give it to you. We'll see. You could get it on your own, but I believe he's going to deliver it to you. Going to deliver it to you, maybe with the belt on the line, because I just don't think Darren Corbin can pull the trigger at the poorhouse. Can't beat Lore unless you're me. Yep. 
Big words here from Orinvite. Thank you for joining us again. As always, a pleasure. Thank you very much, number warrior, one guy. Warrior, it's always much. a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure. King, you're always a joy. Beard, I don't know how you're still here. <laughs> I really don't. You think that all your awful revisionist history would have gotten you fired by now, but it's here his, we are. It's his laptop. It's my laptop. Oh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's my laptop. Fine, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. Thank you, Warrior. You're and welcome. Thank you, thank Wizard you. King. Uh, a couple other great matchups tonight that we wanted to run through, talk a little bit about. We talked about Nathan Edwards and Ryan Cruz. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, the fantastic wrestling in the second half of the card, the travesty of justice that was uh, Bill Williams, Garrison Creed. Um, a, a great, great show, top to bottom. The question I have to ask you guys is, Moses Mayhem and Ricky Norton, both not here tonight, right? Sure. Both tag team uh, title tournament partners, one, uh, one half of the tag team champions, Viva la Revolution. Um, but who missed their partner more tonight? Bill Williams not picking up the win, but Garrison Creed resorting to tactics that uh, I would argue are unbecoming of a champion, regardless of whether that is a tag uh, you team know, belt you know, or Beard. an... I gotta say, I think I think Ricky was missed more tonight. I think I think that was a bigger factor. I don't know after all of the tension that has built, sort of fracturing critical mass. I don't know that Moses Mayhem would have been in Garrison Creed's corner. Warrior, I think you are exactly right. I, I'm right again. I really I'm killing it on this post show. <laughs> I really felt like I'm not sure what is going on in Garrison Creed's head. But I feel like he is, he's lost what made him champion, what got him through that tournament and helped him beat Jake Savage. Whatever that was, he's lost it along the way. And I worry that this is, this is a symptom of a larger problem. Uh, I hope I'm hope I'm wrong. Stolen victory driver. As far as it goes between those two men, Nomas Teamo. We've been Heel Turn Radio. This has been this normal heart live from the historic Mound Theater in the haunted balcony at the commentary booth shaped like a table. Hey Beard. Hey King. I can tell we're gonna be friends. Warrior. Hey. I can tell we're gonna be friends. Ah you stop. Warrior. I love you, buddy. Aw. King. You. You're all right. This is so nice. I love you guys. Even you, Beard. Oh, man. This normal heart just keeps on beating. <laughs> and as you said, um, probably, probably Cleveland. Is this Huey Lewis in the news to you? <laughs> I don't think so. This has been wow. episode 176, This Normal Heart from Midwest <laughs> All-Star Wrestling. <laughs> we are going to roll home in the party wagon, but now before we hit the Birkins, Sebastian Sucka! Taylor, Brandon Gore, we're coming for you, sucker. Because pancakes, pancakes championship. Hey, that's why. That's why. I'm your King Ginger. Oh, I'm the Wizard King's Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> and I'm the Beard. And, and that's I, your laptop. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have much game. Bye.
Just leave that in. Just and just one more thing. Uh, Dive Club is going to be live. Whoa! They are going to be live from Halftime Rec for the Lonely Clubs Heart Karaoke this coming Thursday, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. No, I got business to take care of. Uh, we don't need you. I know you don't. I said Dive Club, not I, Heel Turn Radio, brother. I want to be there. And we yeah. also have some big guests coming up for Heel Turn Radio, too. Absolutely. Uh, the AWF champion, uh, JDX. The Midwest All-Star Wrestling champion, Heavy Metal Lore. We have uh, the Deadly Shot Kasai DSK. We have uh, Elena coming on. We have... Uh, Zane Riley. Zane Riley is coming on. We have Darren Corbin coming on. Wow. A cavalcade of guests. Um, only one represented on a lapel. <clears throat> That's mine. <laughs> we'll see you back for more Midwest All Star Wrestling action at our debut at the Poorhouse February 22nd, February 23rd at the Faribault American Legion, and then back here for Not of This Earth at the Historic Mounds Theater. This has been Heel Turn Radio Presents Midwest All-Star Wrestling Presents This Normal Heart. I am the Beard. I am your King Ginger. And I'm the Wizard King's Ultimate Warrior. And we'll see you next week. And I can't believe you wouldn't let me call it Boner of a Lonely Heart. <laughs> yeah! <laughs>